Hello, everybody. My name's Tim Perko, and you're listening to I Believe. Now what? What's going on, everybody? Hope y'all are having... I said that really weird. I said I was going to say hope and then having, and it turned into like happy, whatever. I don't even know what I said. Anyways, digressing on... Hope you all are having a wonderful one out there. And today's episode, we're going to be diving into Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. And once again, we are going over, just like we did the last episode, a parable that Jesus said. And I'm going to call this episode, The Lamp. Let's go ahead and dive in our verse. It's going to be Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. Starting in verse 14, it reads like this. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket. But on the lampstand, it gives light to all those who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Amen. And I added that amen back there. So, What this verse is talking about, before we get really into it, who is not reminded, if you grew up in church or anything like that, who's not reminded of that song used to sing? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. I know there's more to it, but uh, I'm just kind of speeding it up for sake, and I'm sure y'all really don't want to hear me sing. God has blessed me with so much, but one of those was not a great singing voice. And I humbly accept God's will for me in that. <laughs> so I will not I will not torture you. All right, let's go ahead and get into this. So the intro, this, like I said, is a short but very effective parable from Jesus. The background of this uh, parable, it comes from the Sermon on the Mount. The primary audience here was Jewish, but the message in context still holds true after the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. So it's very important that we understand the context here. This is why I wanted to do this uh, specifically and let you know that. Always, always, always read the the people. Here I go again. I can't talk. Read the Bible in context. Know who the audience was. Who was Jesus speaking to? Who was the writer of the passage speaking to? Who was the primary audience? I think I already said that once again. You know, what was the time frame it was written in? These are things that you can look up. You just got to care to look it up because it it, it can add to our understanding of this passage. And it's a very good way of not taking verses out of context and sadly using them the wrong way. And I want to make sure that we are not doing that. Let's get into the message. So Jesus was telling the Jews that they are meant to be a light unto the rest of the world. You can reference Isaiah chapter 49 verse 6 in that. The rest of the world was in darkness because they did not acknowledge God. The same is true for Christians today. We are supposed to be a light unto the rest of the world and our actions and our way of life should be giving a positive testimony to God. You can reference that in 1 John 3.18. In these days, they obviously had no electricity, so a lamp that burns oil to make fire, and now we're getting into the, uh, if if you wanted to make sure, we're getting into the background of this passage as in what did it mean back then? In these days, they obviously had no electricity, so a lamp that burned oil was to make fire, used, uh, was, it made fire. 
I don't know what I'm trying to say here. My words are all over myself today. But since they didn't have electricity, they used a lamp that burned oil, and that fire was used to light up the whole house. Wow, I finally spit it out. You get the point. But Jesus makes some common sense observations here in verse 15, saying that if it's dark and you have a light that could shine and you're not, you're not going to cover that light up and sit in the darkness, but rather light up the entire room so the rest of the house and the people could see. I'm paraphrasing there, but that's pretty much what he's saying. He's like, if you have a light, you're not going to cover that light up. You're going to want to use it so that way it can shine in the darkness. You can see around, you can see what's going on so you don't stub your toe on anything. That's what Jesus is saying. So in verse 16, he makes that point very, very, very clear. He says, today, or not he says, but I'm saying, today we have Christ living in us. We let that light shine by our everyday words and especially our actions. Once again, reference that in 1 John 3.18. I hope you're writing down these reference points and you go double check afterwards because they hold a lot of good truth. I'm trying to keep these... uh, parable episodes that I've been kind of doing lately, nice and short, so that way I don't lose y'all on this. All right, so the this shows people the love of God through you when you let that love shine out. It lets people see the love of God through you and ultimately becomes a testimony that glorifies God. Reference that in Romans 12, chapter 1 through 2, present yourselves as a living sacrifice. A true Christian will not be ashamed of the good news of Jesus, Romans 1, verse 16, and will want to spread that message to others by words and actions. If you hide your Christianity from others, it's because you're afraid of judgment. Then you're ultimately placing man above God when you do that. If you, if you are at work or if you are around a coworker, you're around uh, somebody maybe that you knew from before you were Christian and you do not let that light shine out, like you are ashamed to talk to them about things of God or anything like that because you think you might get made fun of, you think you might they might stop hanging out with you, whatever the case may be, you are placing man above God. And you can reference that in Colossians 3.23. Overall meaning of this message is pretty much everything I just said. If you are a Christian, let that light shine out. Let the light shine out inside of you. Do not be ashamed of it. It, may, it reminds me of this uh, old DC talk psalm from the 90s. And uh, some of you older people might know this song and maybe some of the new ones do too. Uh, you know, what would people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? And there's my singing voice again, but it's true that psalm was a great representation of, you know, how some people were thinking, you know, oh, I don't want people to know I follow Jesus. They'll look at me all different. They'll look at me weird. They'll stop hanging out with me. Well, those are the people you don't want in their lives if they're going to stop hanging out with you because of that. We aren't to gather around those people, but those are the people we should be evangelizing. And we can't evangelize and we can't spread the good news of the gospel if we're hiding that light inside of us. We have to let that light shine out. Let that light shine out of Christ. And I would go even as far as to say, if you are a true Christian, that light will shine out. Do we suppress it sometimes? Yes, we do. It happens. Uh, But that's something that should stop being a thing as we continue to grow in grace and knowledge. And you're going to have a hunger, a yearning, a want from the Holy Spirit to spread that message out there. You no longer care. That's the whole meaning of repentance. You no longer, you change your mind. You no longer care about the things you used to care for. 
You just want to let that light shine out. And that's ultimately what this whole podcast is about. It's just letting that light of Christ shine out into the world, into the darkness. I have a recommended prayer I wrote down for you if you're having a hard time coming up with words, you know. Uh, I would, I'm not going to give you a word-for-word word prayer. I don't believe that's good. But, you know, pray to God for the gift of faith. So that way you may show courage in the face of adversity when confronted by worldly situations. And you might ask, you know, well, Tim, don't I have faith because I believe in God? Yes, absolutely. But it's a different type of faith. It's the, the faith to go out and proclaim God knowing that you have full trust in him and you don't care what other people think. That kind of faith. If you want to do any further reading in this, once again, I highly encourage you, please read the verses I referenced. I'll go ahead and say them again. 1 John chapter 3, verse 18. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2. Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. And I would say, I didn't read this one in here, but definitely a good part in the topic. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 12. All right, like I said, I promised this one was going to be a short one, and I hope this edifies and does whatever. Oh, let's just, you know what? Let's just go ahead and end in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the, the, the technology out here today, Lord, to be able to get these words out. And I pray that anybody listening, Lord, this will light a fire, light a fire in them to go ahead and dig deep into their Bible. I, I wanted so badly to just go through and explain everything and make it an hour-long episode, Lord, but ultimately I think these shorter episodes, I'm hoping that you can use these episodes, Lord, any way that you want, and I know you will, and I just pray that they'll be used to ignite that fire for people to open up their Bible and read. Thank you so much, Lord, for everything you do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.